Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell. Big recruiting weekend coming up, and we're going to take an overall uh, sort of a general look at the Gamecock staff that's been assembled by Will Muschamp. Virtually the entire staff is in place now, Wes, although uh, we're hearing there could be one more hire probably on the defensive side. What are you hearing at this point? Yeah, you know, it's been interesting. It's kind of been a, I think, fluid situation would be the best way to describe it. You know, I I think – from talking to Muschamp when he's met, you know, with, with me and Chris Clark there in our little one on or two on one meeting type deal, uh, and then when he met with the media last week, he had kind of identified this this week that we're in right now that's coming to an end as being sort of the timetable for that hire. But right now, I'm not so sure that that's necessarily a hard and fast timetable. When I look uh, at how many times it's kind of changed behind the scenes, um, you know, I've heard multiple times well, this guy is the is the front runner right now and then you hear uh you know a few days later that a different guy is the front runner so it's been very very fluid and i i think that it's one of those things where he has a number of um, options just in how he's going to structure it because you know it, it looks clear from the numbers standpoint that it would be a defensive guy um they only have three hired you know, official on the field defensive guys right now, then of course you assume Muschamp is going to help out with a position. Well, that gives you flexibility. You've got T Rob in the secondary, you've got Hutzler at linebackers, Lance Thompson at the defensive line, but how are you going to structure the rest of it? Is, you know, is, is Muschamp going to help out with linebackers? And, you know, maybe you bring in a secondary coach to help T Rob or even a defensive line coach to, to help out with Lance Thompson up front, you know. A lot of a lot of teams are doing that now. They're splitting their defensive tackles and their defensive ends. Uh, you know, or, or does Muschamp help out with the secondary, and then you bring in a guy to either help out, you know, split the linebackers or, or again split the defensive line. So, you know, I think he's got a lot of flexibility in how he wants to structure it, and he's trying to make sure he can find that best fit for the uh, completion of the staff. So Muschamp has eight assistants at this point, and we're hearing there could be one additional hire, a ninth hire possibly as early as today. Wes, there are some other personnel that are part of the staff that will not necessarily be on the field, but uh, kind of behind the scenes people who will certainly have an impact on Gamecock football. And I wanted to talk briefly with you about them. Clyde Wren hired as the director of high school relations, and he'll be an assistant to Coach Muschamp and a person that's known across South Carolina sports. And I think Clyde Wren you know, brings a wealth of knowledge and experience and relationships to that position, and it looks like he'll be working alongside Robbie Lyles, who's been with the program for a number of years. Robbie was promoted to director of player personnel. So those two jobs kind of go hand in hand. It looks like those two will be working together. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, I, I think with – Clyde Rand, you're talking about a, a guy that uh, just has so many long-standing ties to the state of South Carolina. He's one of these guys that that just knows everybody. So, uh, you know, it, it makes sense to uh, 
to, to put him in that position. And then you got you got Robbie Lyles, who, you know, I, I think did an outstanding job. Uh, you know, with the previous staff here, he sort of has, um, I guess, grown up in the South Carolina program. I, I think uh, you know, taking over there, I think straight out of college, out of USC, and you know, he was a grad assistant, and uh, then he he obviously was he was director of, of high school relations at one time. Um, under Spurrier then he got a promotion under Spurrier and now for him to stay on it it just makes I think a lot of sense because I I think everybody around that program has seen how hard Robbie Lyles has worked and a lot of times I I think to be fair Robbie Lyles has done the job that maybe you see other schools that have three or four uh, different people to to split Hmm. you know those duties Um, you know so I I think the uh, kind of expansion of the recruiting staff is is a major positive for South Carolina. Um, they actually uh, hired a, a young lady, Jessica Jackson, who um, comes over as basically director of on-campus recruiting, who is going to help to, uh, you know, essentially just make sure everything on visits, unofficial visits, official visits, make sure everything runs smoothly. Another point of contact for players or prospects and their parents, I, I think, is a is a is a good move because you know when when you have maybe 15 kids on an official visit and they've got mom and dad with them maybe they have an assistant coach with them it, it's just it's a lot to manage so you know I, I think uh, bringing on someone like uh, Jessica Jackson I've heard nothing but positive things about I I believe she comes over from Alabama's um, recruiting staff if if I'm correct and you know I, I think that just makes all the sense in the world because you know you look around man. The stuff that uh, and some some Gamecock fans don't they don't want to hear about Clemson, but but you have to compare yourself to your rivals and to your neighbors because you're recruiting the same kids. So you know you look at what Clemson's done in house as far as their recruiting department goes. You look at you know in Alabama. You look and and I'm sure Georgia's going to upgrade their staff as well with Kirby Smart coming on. He's not going to learn for a decade under Nick Saban and then not copy many of his. Uh, you know processes so um, it, it was much needed if you ask me and I, I think it will certainly pay off for South Carolina all right Jeff Dillman also coming over from Alabama he worked there this past year as the strength coach he'll serve in the same capacity for Gamecock football and Dillman worked previously with Muschamp at the University of Florida and Ellis Johnson is part of the athletic department now Wes he will not be on the field he'll be an off the field assistant for Coach Muschamp, and we assume he's going to work with the defense. Ellis Johnson been around the college game a long time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, frankly, it made no sense to me why you wouldn't have put Ellis Johnson in some type of role last season. Um, you know, you talk about, again, knowledge of the state, like we were talking about with Clyde Wren, connections in the state. And, you know, you, of course, talk about the the experience and the football knowledge that Ellis Johnson brings. I think to have that extra set of eyes uh you know when you're when you're scouting an opponent and and when you're self-scouting I I think uh you know finding trends that teams are going to use against you is just as important as scouting the other team you know that's uh well every every time every time we've been just a, a very simplified oversimplified example you know every time we've been in third and eight on defense we you know this is how we've reacted or 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 we're running this play on offense pretty much every time we get in this situation. We're being too predictable. Having another set of eyes who understands the game and understands 
where an opponent is looking at when they when they look at your tape, I, I think is uh, is something that that could be instrumental for you know for South Carolina. And I, and I don't know I don't know if you could find a better person than Ellis Johnson for <clears throat> for that role. And then you know even though he's not going to be on or off campus recruiting guys, he's not going to be going to high schools. It, you know if you, if you look at the connections. Uh, Ellis has specifically to Rock Hill and the job he's done there, recruiting guys like Jadavian Clowney and Stefan Gilmore. Just having him back in the fold uh, absolutely pays dividends, uh, you know, in, in certain pockets of the state. Ellis Johnson, the Winsboro, South Carolina native, back with Gamecock football. Emerson Phillips of West Mitchell here on Gamecock Central Radio. We invite you to download the free phone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your phone. We've got an iPhone app and an Android app, and we're also on iTunes. Simply search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. Wes, offensively, we've got Kurt Roper and Brian McClendon, co-offensive coordinators. But it looks like Roper will be in charge of the offense with help from McClendon. Sean Elliott retained as the offensive line coach. Bobby Bentley the running backs coach and Pat Washington veteran SEC coach will handle tight ends for the Gamecocks how much do we know at this point Wes what Roper is going to do with this offense and what this new staff is going to do I think it's going to be a pretty exciting offense to watch I really do Um, you know from everything I've gathered it's obviously going to be spread there's going to be some up-tempo stuff and one thing I've picked up on a lot is that Muschamp really like some of the things he picked up on when he was at Auburn for this last year with, with Gus Malzahn uh, offensively. You know, you, you bring in a Bobby Bentley, who I think we all, we've all we all seen his offensive mind at play at the high school level. Well, you know, Bentley was working with the running backs, even though he didn't have an on-field role. He was working with the running backs at Auburn uh, directly with those guys. So I, I, think, uh, I think that's a clue for us from what I've heard. I, I think – you know, you look at what Roper has done, you know, in his past. You look at the, some of those Duke offenses that were, um, you know, actually really good, especially for Duke, broke some broke some of their offensive records. Uh, I believe some of them set by Steve Spurrier back in the day um, as a coach. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be spread. There's going to be some tempo. But I think some of the running game will actually look similar to, uh, to some of the stuff that Malzahn has done at Auburn, which I, I think is uh, – I think it's pretty exciting if you're a fan. That's something that, you know, you know Auburn, when, when they've been good enough up front, when they've had the offensive line uh, to do what they want to do, their running game has been very, very good. So, you know, the, the year that they went to the national title under Gus Malzahn, they just gashed people with the run. So, you know, that, that's a good scheme of things. I, I think that if you're a South Carolina fan, you know, Maybe you had this idea of Muschamp, well, he's a defensive-minded guy. Obviously, that's true, but I think he realized from his time at Florida that you can't just play defense and get in the eye formation and you know run the football anymore. You've got to try to be dynamic on offense. You've got to make big plays. You've got, you've got to put your playmakers in space, and um, if you really want to get deep with it, you're not going to have playmakers if you don't run an exciting offense. Like, these kids these days don't want to play, uh, you know, in the uh, 1995, uh, you know, I formation pound the football offense. Uh, they want to they want to be put in space. They want to have opportunities to make plays. So, 
you know, I, I think uh, I think Muschamp's got the right idea of it. West National Signing Day is coming up on February 3rd. That's a Wednesday, and the next three weekends will be critical for Gamecock football recruiting. Official visits will be taken here in the next three weekends. So talk about uh, what the schedule will be like, who all is coming in for South Carolina football. Well, uh, a big, big recruiting weekend um, start starts, uh, you know, today as we're recording this, recording this on a Friday. Um this weekend is the uh, first official kind of open uh, open date for for officials since the uh, dead period ended. And um, you know, if you if you're a listener out there, whether you're a subscriber or not, we actually have the full list um, as far as we know. You know, of known visitors on our front page right now on Gamecock Central. But um, and if you're a if you're if you are a subscriber, then we actually have the behind the scenes on each of those guys that, that is visiting, kind of the, the latest scoop. Um, but, you know, some guys to watch. I, I think the, the name target right now is Sam Bruce, who is a Fort Lauderdale, Florida kid, St. Thomas, that is uh, committed to Miami. And just uh, I, I was just talking about dynamic guys, playmakers, guys you put in space. He, he is that. He is the definition of that. Um, think – with Sam Bruce, think – Think Ace Sanders, Bruce Ellington type guy. Uh, not the biggest, but dynamic with the ball in his hands. I, I think that's uh, the, e- the easiest way to think of Sam Bruce as a player. Um, a local kid everybody's familiar with, T.J. Brunson from right down the road. Uh, you know, I think Richard Northeast is probably, what, Emerson, like 15 minutes from USC? That's right. Um, you know, so right down the road, a, a guy that uh, people are familiar with. And uh, Marlon Character, interesting recruitment there. He's a four-star safety from Atlanta. He was committed to South Carolina's previous staff at one time. Then he decommitted and committed to Auburn, obviously, to Will Muschamp and Travis Robinson. So now he is uh, taking another look at South Carolina uh, with his official visit this weekend. He's still committed to Auburn, but you'd have to think with T-Rob and Muschamp now in Columbia – that South Carolina has a uh, pretty good shot to get him. Uh, there's a number of other guys on this list. Uh, you know, I think we're probably going to bore people if I go into details on all of them. But um, Evan Henson, a big-time athlete from Florida that was one time committed to uh, Miami. He's kind of a he's kind of a tight. He's listed as an athlete, but he's he's kind of a tight end type. Uh, Tyreek Martin, a defensive end from Alabama. Uh, Daniel Thomas, a safety from Alabama, and a uh, a kid whose name, if you're a casual recruiting follower, though, um, I'll give you another name to that I think you need to, to get to know out there is uh, Kill Pollard, and this kid is from uh, Moultrie, Georgia, Colquitt County High School. Um, he is a high three-star guy committed to Arkansas right now in our recruiting rankings. But I, Emerson, I, I think this is a four-star guy. I think he probably moves up in our next rankings and. Um, South Carolina's recruiting him as a wide receiver. And I, I think if this weekend goes well, then South Carolina could get new, good news there. And I, I hate to I hate to invoke this name on the kid because it's it's high expectations, but he he has a certain Pharaoh Cooper type quality to him. So um, you know, I, I think that's actually at the same time in their career is a fair comparison. So when you look at what South Carolina's trying to build on offense, getting this kid would be a, a big step for them. 
Wes, the Gamecocks have got commitments from several four-star prospects, uh, headlined, of course, by quarterback Brandon McIlwain out of Pennsylvania and also wide receiver Brian Edwards out of Conway. But it looks by and large right now that the Gamecock staff is focusing on a lot of in-state kids, local kids from the greater South Carolina area. And a lot of those right now seem to be three-star prospects that uh, Muschamp and the staff are trying to find a few diamonds in the rough. You know, just because a kid's rated a three-star doesn't mean he shouldn't have been a four or five, and sometimes it takes two or three years to find that out. So talk about Muschamp's uh, strategy right now as we near signing day. We're getting down to brass tacks here for the 2016 signing class. Yeah, well, I think, uh, first of all, important for people to remember, you know, a three-star prospect, I think for some reason people get in their head that a three-star prospect is, you know, is not a good prospect. Well, um, you know, that, that's not the case. A, a lot of times a, a three-star prospect is going to be a guy that has um, obviously some knock against his game. Uh, some some three-stars are excellent athletes but are just, uh, you know, very raw, and they're going to have to be uh, coached up, so to speak. They're going to have to be developed maybe more so th- than another kid. Other three-star kids, it, it's kind of the opposite. It's the, the fact that uh, they have a, a low – um, or they have a high floor and a low ceiling, which is, is meaning basically um, they're probably not a bust, but do they have as much potential as another guy? Maybe, maybe they're already um, close to fulfilling their potential. So, you know, three-star guys have to, a lot of times, have to be the backbone of your program, I, I think. Um, you know, you, you, need the, you need guys that are going to work hard, that are going to do things the right way, and then you have to, in my opinion, build – uh, build outward, uh, you know, you have to have a foundation, but then you, you need to find four-star, five-star playmakers to go with, to go along with this basis of, you know, of, of talent. So um, I think the most important thing with these, quote, three-star guys is you've got to evaluate and you've got to develop. Um, all three-stars are not created equal. There's, um, there's hundreds of three-star prospects in every single class that are going to be really, really good college football players. And there are hundreds of three-star guys in every class that are going to not ever pan out as college football players. So your your goal as a coaching staff is is to pick the right ones, the guys that you can, you know, get your, you know, get in and, and, and develop and, and that have the potential to develop. That's so, right. Um, you know, I, I I think I think when it, it comes to defensive guys, um it's really hard to go against a Will Muschamp. You know, if, no, nobody's going to bat um, 100%. I mean, if you, I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're batting 50% on guys out of high school, you're actually hitting pretty, you know, you're hitting at a good percentage. But when it, when it comes to defensive guys, if you see three-star come across and, and it's Will Muschamp's name beside them, you, you have to feel – good that they've been well evaluated right Wes the rating system we've talked about this before it's an inexact science and you take it with a grain of salt I give you a perfect example Hunter Renfro at Clemson was a two-star prospect and he caught two touchdown passes in the national championship game on Monday night of this week so uh, the rating system not always accurate I think Renfro had offers from Coastal Carolina and Charleston Southern and he chose to walk on at Clemson. So there's talent out there. Wes, you mentioned you've got to have a staff that can identify these guys that can play that might be three stars or even two stars, and you've got to have a staff that can recognize them, identify them, and then go get them. If you sign four- and five-star guys, an entire class of four- and five-star guys, 
and then another school signs an entire class of two and three star guys. Over time, that school that signed the four and five star guys is probably going to have more talent than the than the one that that signed the two and three star guys. Um, but on an individual basis, you know, there, there's always going to be five stars that bust, and there's always going to be two stars that come out of nowhere and and catch two touchdowns in the national title game. So. Um, it, it is inexact, and, and like Muschamp pointed out, you don't have unlimited access to high school prospects. You're evaluating literally thousands of guys every year. The NFL process, they have unlimited access to, to these kids before they get uh, to the NFL draft. They have psych evaluations. They have the Wonderlick test. They have doctors you know, poking and prodding, and they still miss on half of their first-round picks. So um, – that that tells you, that to me tells you how much of an inexact science it really is. That's right, and that's why you got to have a good coaching staff. Wes, just over three weeks until National Signing Day, and I imagine that's going to keep you pretty busy. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we look forward to getting more recruiting information from you very soon here on Gamecock Central Radio. A reminder, you can get breaking Gamecock news alerts delivered to your email inbox. Just text USC to 42828. Text USC to 42828 or go to Gamecock Central's homepage for more information. Wes, thanks as always for your time and your insight. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. He's Wes Mitchell and I'm Emerson Phillips and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Have a great weekend. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.